Hey, it's Heidi Rain. Welcome back to another codependency, addiction and codependency breakthrough. This is a little bit of a different topic today. Normally I don't talk about social media at all, but I wanted to make a very special video explaining why I have decided to leave the majority of social media, except for YouTube, where you're seeing me here today. That means saying goodbye to Facebook, Instagram, the talk, TikTok, you know, all the, all the things. And it's kind of like when I wanted to make this video because when I say, oh, I'm leaving social media, the biggest question that my friends have outside of the world of social media say, well, what happened? And I think that's a very normal, natural response thinking, well, something must've been a catalyst for you. And it's really been a slow leave for me for the, this last year. And I thought, you know, I, I wanna, first of all, make this video for two people. So if you're not one of these two people, this video isn't for you. So here you go. The first person I made this video for is one is my client. If you're thinking about working with me and you're wondering why I don't have social media and you're looking to look me up and see what my family's about and see all these, you know, the, the social part of it, you might wonder to yourself, hmm, I wonder why she doesn't have that or why she's not showing up anywhere. Then the other person, and so I want to answer that question for you and I want you to know all my reasons. And then the second person that this specific video is for is if you're on the fence and you've been having an inkling to leave behind social media and you kind of are just looking for what other people have thought and how other people have made their decisions, then I think that this is probably a really good video for you as well. And if you're really not in one of those two camps, this isn't for you. So click out and move along. Uh, I only make videos for very specific people. I'm not trying to garner the intention of the entire universe, just the people I'm trying to serve. So having said that, now we're here, you know, you're here for a reason. Yes. I just want to say, don't kids, don't, don't try to do your own hair. You know, when you're 15 and you do your own hair, it, it, it's good, right? Like, because you don't really know the difference, but then when you start getting it professionally done, you try to go back to doing your own hair, this kind of thing happens, right? We get some multiple colored action going on and thank God she's not too mad at me. She's going to fix it on Sunday. So, you know, I was wondering myself as I'm trying to answer this question, why did I leave social media? What are my real reasons? There are so many reasons, but because I wanted to have a definitive for you to answer specifically, I thought, well, let me sit with this for a minute and let me really contemplate why I'm leaving or why I left and then and then write some notes down so that I can share with you my my deepest truth besides it's annoying and I hate it. <laughs> I mean, that's probably pretty obvious, but there, I think that there are deeper reasons that I want to share with you. And uh, what came to me was this idea when I was thinking about how to share this with you was that Rumi quote kind of came to me. And the Rumi quote is, what you seek is seeking you. And I think that really what that means is many things. You can say the law of attraction and manifestation and all these things. But I think what it means is what you truly value in your life, your life is a reflection of what you truly value. So it's important that if we're going to be authentic to ourselves and live this deeply authentic life, and that's what I'm about, that's what codependency recovery is about. It's about being more and more of your authentic true self and less and less of who you think you need to be. So it makes a lot of sense that I would come to this conclusion 
that I only want to be doing things that align with the truest nature of myself. And I don't want to be doing anything because it's something I should be doing or because I feel like I have to do it, even though I don't want to do it. And I think that as a leader, if you're a leader, if you're a coach, if you're a teacher, or I, I track lots of teachers, you know, but if you're a leader of some kind and you're helping people, I attract a lot of fixers, a lot of doctors, nurses, you know, people that are the fixers and helpers of the world. I personally think that we're called to a higher level of commitment in our own lives to practice the thing that we're trying to lead other people to. And so I think that our, we're, we're held to the fire to recognize the things where we are out of alignment and because a, a leader can only take a follower as far as she's gone herself, as a teacher can only take a student as far as she's gone herself. And that's, so the question is, where am I taking you as your teacher, as your coach, as your mentor, where am I taking you? I'm taking you to a place where you can be completely rooted in exactly who you are, where you feel exceptionally fantastic about every, about who you are, the decisions you make, your own intuition, your own ability to know what's what, that you are only doing things because you want to, not because you're codependent and, and attached to some kind of result on the end of it, uh, that you are living your life for your joy and you're living your life to serve other people, but in a way that's not in a codependent type of way. And so all of these things require me to be extra equipped at all those things. And I've been getting this nudge about social media for a very long time. Let me just, I guess the best thing to do is share with you what I, why my top five reasons that I've written down. These are just today. It's, it's April or is it May? It's May, May, 2023. And uh, I just made this decision a couple of days ago and did it a couple of days ago. So it's still fresh. And I think that the longer time goes on, the more I'll have reasons, right? More reasons will appear, different types of reasons will appear, but this is what I have today for now for you. So when I said that Rumi quote, what you seek is seeking you, I said, well, what am I really seeking? And does it align with where I'm at? And if the environment is not reflective of what I'm really seeking, then it's time to leave the environment that I'm in. So the first thing I recognize that I'm seeking is I'm seeking confirmation over validation. And let me explain what that means. I want to have confirmation in my life that what I'm doing is living a life on purpose that's driven, spiritually driven, that's driven from a place of my values, a place that's driven from uh, pure motives, uh, uh, a place where I have this inner knowing and this inner wisdom, this inner co confirmation, whether you call it a spiritual confirmation or an inner confirmation that my life is on the right path that I'm doing things that are aligned, that I'm pursuing things that are that are good for my soul, that are enriching for my spirit and for my body and for my mind. And that's very different when you're seeking confirmation that you're on the right path than validation that you're on the right path. And validation that you're on the right path comes from people liking the thing that you're doing. Let's be real, right? They, they give it a like, they give it a star, they give it approval. And so many of us are actually doing things in our life because it actually looks good, not because it's a deep desire in our heart to actually be doing it. 
It's because, well, I, I got to have to go to the event because I've got to be seen at that event or I have to invite this person over because on social media, everyone's going to see, I don't really want to hang out with this person, but they're going to see, I didn't invite them when the pictures are posted of the, you know, the, the thing I, I don't want to, um, this isn't really who I am aligned with my spirit or soul to pose on this car or get in this airplane and act like I'm super cool. But I, I need people to see a certain level of success in me, even though I don't really value all that shit. I just want to go ahead and do that because I want people to approve of me. So we're instead of instead of confirmation that this is good for my soul, this is good for my spirit, I'm on the right path. I need validation that I'm just a good enough person to begin with. I already know I'm a good enough person to begin with, not because I think I'm so awesome, but because I was born into a family of dysfunction and abuse that told me on a daily basis that I wasn't good enough. And that set me on the trajectory to become validated, approved. Do I have your seal of approval? Do you like me? Am I, am I likable? Am I saying the right thing? And I spent my whole life because of that early childhood trauma, trying to make up for feeling like a piece of shit by achieving. And so, so much now for me, it's really not about the validation or approval. It's about the confirmation that I, I am coming from a, a pure motive. I'm not attached to an outcome. Now, if you want to know more about this, just this first thing that I'm talking about, these, this is the kind of work that we do inside of our private coaching containers, where we learn how to tap into that confirmation and that inner intuition. So many of you that come to this work with me are in relationships with addicts or alcoholics or other people that have been gaslighting you for many years, many decades, sometimes where you are talked out of your own brilliance and you don't know what you really want, what you're really doing for yourself versus what you're doing for other people. When I realized that on social media, I do not enjoy posting. Like I don't need to be validated like that I look good today or that my food is awesome or that I stayed at this fancy hotel. I don't need it to be validated to have it enrich my existence as a human being. And in fact, sometimes being at that nicer place isn't as cool as being at the other place that's not very known and nobody gives a shit about because it's a little un unfound gem that is like way more rewarding and beneficial to be at on the middle of nowhere in the woods versus the Ritz. Right. And I'm going to have a better experience or an richer, a richer, literally experience like, you know, in the woods or in the cabin or in this place. But I need people to see that I'm here. I don't have that chip anymore. I have worked my whole adult life to rid myself of the need for people's to see for people's approval, for them to see me doing something. And wow, you're good enough. I already, I, I've done the work to know that I'm enough. I don't need people to like, to get enough likes to know that to be true. And so that's the place that I want everybody to get to, obviously. You know, that's what I wish for all of us is that we get to that place. I wonder how much, what we would be doing with our lives if we had nothing to prove. If we didn't have to prove anything, how smart we are, how much education we have, how much stuff we have, uh, how, how much money we make, if we didn't have to prove all of that, what would we really be doing with our life if we had nothing to prove? NTP, baby, nothing to prove. That is our motto inside of our group coaching. It's like NTP, man. I don't have anything to prove. So now what? If I don't have anything to prove, do I need to be posting this? Do I need to be showing people this? Do I need to go get that stuff? 500 certification if I'm not going to put it in on my in my social media shit you know I mean yeah all right number two
obviously I'm going on a freaking rant and uh, I didn't really mean it to be that way, but you know, it is what it is. Okay. This is kind of an interesting one. Um, this might ruffle some feathers number two about why I left social media and I, and, and it's okay with me, like I said, cause I really don't care. And this is the point of the second one. I seek to make contribution in people's lives more than I seek superficial connection. What does that mean in real life? In real life, my clients sometimes get mad at me or upset with me or challenged by me. <clears throat> and I'm willing to break rapport with them, right? To break this, oh, we're buddy, buddy, buddy. I'm your best friend. I'm your BFF. I like you. You're perfect. Nothing's wrong. I'm perfect. Nothing's wrong, right? I'm willing to break the facade to make real lasting change in a human being's life. And sometimes you have to risk or break momentarily the connection to make a contribution to another human being. Now, social media is not about contribution. I mean, I feel like YouTube is a place that is about contribution. If you're on the right side of YouTube, it's like, it's all how to. I have been at YouTube University since it began, right? I've learned so much here. That's why I prefer this platform. That's why I like to share here. Now I'm doing podcasts as well, because that's another place that I go to consume is uh, for educational purposes. I get people contribute to me and to my life through those platforms, but I'm not seeking connection. I'm not seeking connection in a, in, a, in a parity of connection online, right? Where we think we're connected because we're looking at each other's stuff. We think we're connected because I sent you a heart or gave you a nice job or whatever, but that's to me, not as a parity of connection. It's not real connection. And I, you know, typically if you're going to be on social media and you're going to build your life that way or your business that way, and that's important to you as a person to, to build your business, obviously you want to help other people and how we want to be interdependent here, feeding one another. But I think on social media, there's a big concern about being likable over being effective. I don't care if I'm likable. I mean, I had somebody can be a comment on one of my YouTube videos. I swear to God, this was the comment. The comment was, I liked you until you laughed and snorted while you're laughing. So I'm out of here. I mean, that that is the level. Now, no, no offense to this person, but in their mind, it that it's it, relationships are this fickle, right? Uh you have to do everything exact. And now I could, I could have replied back. I see why you're having relationship problems. You know, I, I can do all the thing, but the reality is I don't care if people like me or not. I really genuinely don't care when I'm making a contribution to somebody's life, if they're liking me or not. In fact, if I was having a tough conversation with my daughter and I needed to pour into her and mentor to her I, I, and I want to risk, I don't want to risk breaking that connection. Right. So, so I'm going to never say the hard thing or, or speak my truth because I, I don't want, but I want to contribute to her life more than I want her to always be pleased with me. And that's another thing that we do in our codependency recovery programs and courses is help you break free from that people-pleasing mentality where you'll sacrifice your values, what you believe in, what you take a stand for in order to be liked, in order to have connection with people. I don't want to, you walk on eggshells, right? I don't want to rub you the wrong way. And, and, and I'll tell you, there's no bigger eggshell than Facebook. 
That is one giant eggshell that everybody's walking on, hoping to do the right thing, the right magic so that everybody likes them. And I don't play in that space anymore. I have no desire to play in that space at all. All right. Number three, cruising right along. I seek peace over popularity. Now, this has taken me a long time to realize in my life because I think as an abused kid, you know, growing up and and having all of the emotional, psychological damage that was done to me, uh, it was a big, big thing for me to want to be validated, like I said, and approved of and liked and being popular was a way to do that, right? Well, you got to get in with everybody. And I think I, I've wrestled with that throughout my life, certainly wanting to be the popular person or have people like me, you know, have enough people think I'm cool enough or whatever. But I've never been good at that at the end of the day, because I'm kind of like an odd person. I'm not usually like going to be the one that's throwing the big party that everybody's coming to and they have to go to that so-and-so's house. It's kind of like, I know I'm in with one really cool person that happens to be friends with the cool person that gets in. So I don't, but, but the crazy thing is like, when you don't care about being popular, then sometimes people you know, are more attracted to that because they're like, well, you don't really give a shit. So it's like Jake standing by the car. He's popular, but he doesn't give a shit. You know, at the end of the day, popularity seeking is a peace sucker. All right. And how you amass now it's one big popularity contest on social media and YouTube can get that way too, right? With like how many people watch your videos and how many subscribers you have. But I think it's a lot less of that on here. I know I don't really care about how many subscribers I have. I'd rather have 400 views on a video and somebody watching it, it's changing their life than millions of people watching it who are like, what the fuck is she talking about? I'm not talking to everybody on YouTube. So I don't want need to be popular in order to be like, feel like I'm contributing to the world, right? Feel like I'm having that contribution over the validation doesn't come on YouTube with the numbers. It comes with the comments or the clients that come and say, I want to be with you as a result of you pouring into me. And now I'm ready to pour into you. I'm going to invest financially. And now we're going to make this an interdependent relationship. So it's very different. You know, you uh, Facebook and TikTok is like, how many people are watching your shit? Not how many people are you helping or how many people are really enjoying you or how many people are you in, in a deep connection with. It's like, do people like you enough? How many likes do you have? And I just don't want to play that game. I know so many people that have a, a lot of people liking them that are doing a lot of damage in the world. They're hurting a lot of people with the things they're saying and the beliefs they hold and how they go about you know, their life and what they're putting out into the world. But man, people are eating it up with a spoon and they're liking it because they're saying, well, so-and-so likes it. It must be good. Oh, well, they have, you know, 10,000 people liking them and ne never mind. They bought those people. And nowadays, I, I think I'm getting out of the 2023 because we're right on the precipice of AI coming in to social media and really penetrating even more. And it's going to get, I'm just, you know, I'm not being prophetic here, but I will tell you, I do believe it's about to get a lot worse where you will not know what is real and what isn't real. You will not know what post is what. You will not know if who wrote that and who's actually talking and everybody's going to be liking stuff and it's not even going to be humans that are generating it. You know, it's a, and and robots are and AI is probably really good at popularity because they know exactly what you want to hear and exactly. But here on YouTube or on my podcast, if I'm pouring into you and I'm saying a hard thing, I'm not I'm not aiming to be popular. I may I'm, I'm aiming to make an impact. Now in my own life. 
I think that that takes a lot of effort, right? Like just personally, when you're building a business and you're like, how many followers do I have? How many likes do I have? How many people saw this video? How many? And, and I have to tell you that that doesn't bring me peace. That in fact is the opposite. And in order for me to deliver good content to you, in order for me to help you, I have to be at peace in order to hear from spirit, in order to hear from God and be where I want to be, you know, in order to hear my own thoughts, my own ideas, I need to be at peace, not I need to come to you and serve because I have a message to give. I have something I want to pour into you, not because I hope you like it or not, not because I hope a million people see it. It's very different than when you post a picture of a cat or a puppy or a kid and you hope you get a bunch of likes and then somebody sees you and goes, oh, I like you. Let me see what you're doing. Let me see what you're about. And it's a, it's a, it's a, pop, it's a pissing contest. I'm just, it's not who I am. I value peace. I don't want to play in that arena. I, I left corporate America because that was the arena I was in. It was a popularity contest. Do enough people like you to move you up? It's a pyramid scheme. Facebook is the pyramid scheme. Right. No wonder so many people that are in social like um, network marketing love that because that's what that platform is. You move up in the ranks. You know, I don't want to move up in the ranks. I don't want to move up in the ranks. I like leveling up. I like the idea. But for me, um, I'm not ranking or leveling up. I'm becoming enlightened. And the difference between the two is when you're ranking up, you're acquiring more and more and more this level, then this level, then this level. It's like Tetris. It's like the games, you know, you, you have this many followers and now you're, you're growing and you're growing and you're growing and you're doing all the thing. And that is leveling up. That's corporate America. That's Facebook. That's first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade. Enlightenment is a process of letting go and shedding. It's not about acquisition. It's about release. It's not about acquiring more. It's about how much can you let go. And the lighter you become, the more enlightened you are, the less you're carrying around with you. And to become lighter and lighter in the world, you have to release and have less and less. And so it's not about acquisition anymore for me. I don't want to acquire a bunch of people. I want to, I want to serve the right people. And by the way, in my programs, I only serve the amount of people that I can have the bandwidth to serve. And then after that, I cut it off. You have to save a seat in one of my programs. I don't want the whole world in there. I want as many people as I can serve as one at one time. That's what's important to me. All right. And then I think the last one. Yeah, I think. Oh, there's two more. I seek clarity over clutter. And for me, as a person that is a deep thinker, I don't know if you do any kind of like the Enneagram stuff. I'm an INTP, NTP right on the border, like introverted, extrovert. And I, a lot of my magical moments happen in the confines of my own mind. <laughs> and there's a lot going on in here all, right, all the time. And in order for me to have clarity of thoughts, ideas, things I want to share into the world, I can't have any extra additional clutter or input that I'm not seeking out. So if I'm going to a podcast, I'm going there to seek some information that's going to pour into me and help me get more clarity. If I'm on YouTube, I'm seeking a tutorial that's going to give me more clarity. When I go onto social media, like Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, all I'm doing on there is muddying up. I'm pouring shit into my brain that I didn't even request, that I'm not even sure I wanted. I guess the algorithm must have thought I did. But when it comes in, I leave feeling more confused, more full, more frustrated, more all these different feelings going on. It's kind of like 
Lao Tzu said in the Tao Te Ching, if you want to have clarity, are you willing and patient enough to sit with uh, the water long enough until all the mud settles to the bottom? The water is the metaphor, right? Everything settles down and the right answer arises by itself. And that's clarity. That's being able to see to the bottom of the lake. But if you keep pouring in other people's thoughts, ideas, da, 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 it keeps muddying and stirring that water. And we never have the clarity because we don't know what we want. We don't know what we think because we have a million different people pouring in ideas and thoughts of what they think and what they want and, and what their own agenda is. And so we have to be very careful. I think now more than ever, how much we let in, what type of stuff we let in and really keep guard of our most precious resource, which is, you know, here our mind, our spirit, our soul, all of this interconnected. Um, and then the last thing, the last thing is I see relation, relationship fulfillment, relational fulfillment over a social activity. I'm not a person that needs to have a million people around. In fact, it's very overwhelming to me on social media when somebody replies or I post something and a lot of people comment. It's very overwhelming to me. It's why I don't serve thousands or hundreds of people in one group at a time. It'd be too overwhelming for me. I need to go deep with few people. And that's why you're never... Now, of course, when we do our seminars, my husband and I, we're going to fill the room with as many people as want to come and hear that message. But when we're doing the the one of you know one one to a few that that transformational stuff that's not in a seminar on a big stage i prefer to have this small really kind of curated environment where i can pour into the right people the right synergy the right energy everybody all coming together in this group and we're all in in with each other over just oh i'm you know it's like i don't need to fill my calendar with a million social activities I need to go to that one thing that I'm going to sit with that one friend and I'm going to feel so fulfilled and so full and so satiated versus being around a million people that I really don't have any opportunity to go deep with or don't even know if I want to go deep with. So I'd rather stay small and have just, you know, be able to pour into a few at a time and really go as deep as I possibly can with, with those few. And, you know, I, we, I love to pour into many too, but in, in a, in a, in our weekends and our seminars and things like that, but many people choose to stay along and go deeper. So these, these are my reasons. Now, if you're a client and you're watching this to decide why does she not have any social media? Why doesn't she have 10,000 followers? Why the frick is not this happening? This is why this is because this is what I value. This is where I put my energy. The, this is where I pour my resources in. These are the things in my life that I'm seeking to really do as it comes to my business and to my platform. That's the purpose that I have here is to go deep with you, not wide and, and far and shallow but deep like a well with a few and that's my goal so if you're one of those few and this resonates with you then this should really help you make a decision whether I'm the right mentor for you or the right teacher for you to come along this journey with and grow together and uh, discover more of ourselves and if you are not a client and or you're not considering working together but you are on the fence about your social media i really hope this has been helpful for you too i hope it's given you some ideas now again my reasons aren't your reasons but they are maybe a catalyst or some inspiration to start to dig a little deeper within you and wonder what would your reasons be what are you seeking that you want to make sure that what you're seeking is seeking you 
I love you. If you want more information about how uh, I work and we can work together, then you would subscribe or you would go over to HeidiRain.com and request some more information on what we can do to help you and kind of a look around there and see many of the things that we offer. All right. I love you. Take excellent care of yourself and I'll see you really soon. Bye-bye.